in today's show. We're going to look back at all of the action from Sunday in the NBA. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free. And we are available on all platforms. Well, here we are, ready to look at Sunday's action. We've got some news to cover off. Let's do that right now. Some news that maybe Draymond Green is back in the next 7 to 10 days. That's a positive. Again, that's going to really depend on where you sit in your playoffs. Are your playoffs this week? Can you deal with the zero? If you have open IL, anything we talk about here doesn't matter because you just hold a guy in that. But holding a zero for the playoffs is really tough to do. If he doesn't come back in 10 days, what are you going to do in that next week? It does, yeah, it's probably right on that three to four week time frame that we were told around the All-Star game, uh, maybe a little bit earlier, but it is positive news that he's on his way back. Malachi Flynn, who was replacing Fred Van Vliet, has pinged his hammy, and he's going to be out at least 10 days. So yeah, Van Vliet's going to be back well before that, it looks like. Van Vliet, in fact, might be back next game for Toronto. So those Malachi Flynn streams that you were going for, you can move on from that. Tomorrow, Anthony Simons has been ruled out. Yeah, that's not good. He played 40 minutes last game and copped a little bit of a bump in the quad, I believe it was. So he's out. If you're going to stream someone, Brandon Williams, probably going to have to start at point guard. Josh Hart's off the injury report. He'll get a boost there. And then you've got your spuds like Keon Johnson and Keljan Blevins and guys like that. DeJounte Murray and Devin Vassell also appearing on the injury report as questionable for the Spurs. So be aware of that and the chances they might sit, which gives a boost to guys like Lonnie Walker, Joshy Primo, and Trey Jones if they do happen to miss some time. We hope they don't. But of course, there is a possibility now of that uh, of that happening. We're going to go straight in to talk about these games now. The first one of those games was the very, very early one today. That was the Brooklyn Nets and the Boston Celtics. Celtics get another win. They have, I think they've won 14 of their last 16 games. Something ludicrous like that. 120 to one, uh, 126 to 120, they win. For the Nets, Kyrie Irving returned, had 19 points with six assists and three steals in 37 minutes. He plays the next two games to start this week and then misses on the weekend. Um, and of course, he plays six of their remaining games and two of those are this coming week. So there's not a lot of Kyrie happening unless the rules get changed, which we don't know whether they will or when they will, which makes it frustrating, of course. The Shark, Bruce Brown. Baby shark, do, 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 do. There are, um, are going to be situations where he, he stinks, but he was good today. 16 and 6, 5 assists, a triple one. Steve Nash literally kept this guy out of the rotation for months. Don't know why. But here he is. He's playing. He's, he's playing well. And Durant had 37 with 8 assists, 2 blocks, and 4 triples. A big game from Kev. 58 fantasy points. The center situation's as messy as we thought it would be. Drummond played under 17 minutes for 6 and 7. This is low minutes again for Drummo. He's outside the top 180 over the last two weeks. He's playing 20 minutes a night. Bye. I don't think you need to hold him through that. 
LaMarcus Aldridge had 14 points in 23 minutes. That's a 14-team league player, I think, not a 12. Claxton had five points in 18 minutes. All he's doing is ruining the other two. Paddy Mills, obviously, surely, surely, hopefully you've dropped him weeks ago, but he played 14 minutes for three points. Seth Seth Curry, guys, he might become a drop. Just 29 minutes for Seth. Eight points with two threes. I I wouldn't do it just yet. But if I'm in an eight-team league or a 10-team league, I wouldn't be just relying upon Seth Curry to be a, a guy that maintains value the whole way. Ben Simmons is going to be at least another week you, you would expect before he returns. He's definitely not playing against the Sixers this week. Um, yeah, so he'll be a little bit more time before he is back. But when he does come back, I think Seth might be in a fair bit of trouble. For the Celtics, Tatum was amazing. 54 points in 41 minutes. He had eight threes. 53% on 30 attempts and 82 from the line on 17 attempts. Just big, big, big numbers. 62 fantasy points as well. These are just huge, huge performances. Still not the best performance of the day, though. The Rock DJ had 10 and 8. Rob Williams, that is. Two steals and five blocks. Rock DJ. He's been amazing this year after a little bit of a rocky period, I think in December sometime. Well, Jalen Brown returned to action. JB, you've done it again. 21, 4 and 5 with three steals. But with the team healthy, what does it mean for Maximum Derek White? Maximum Derek. It means... Oh, that hurt. Oh, Jesus Christ. Look, you can't hold him. You just can't. He's played like 20 minutes in the last four games that they've been healthy. You can't hold a bloke like that. White had six points on three attempts with no assists, no steals, and no blocks. Now, if I was coaching them, I'd be playing him 26 minutes a night pretty easily. I don't need 13 Peyton Pritchard minutes. I'd give them to White, but that's not the pattern. Drop him, add him back if the minutes go back up. Stinker from Grant Williams, who played only 18 minutes. He'd been playing well. He did not play well here. He's more of a 14-team league guy. While Horford had 13-7-4, a steal, a block, and three threes, and continues to play at a really high level. He could always um, he could always drop de- drop off, for sure. But this was um, yeah, this was really strong, yet again, from Al Horford, who has been playing at a really high level of late. Maybe he's been jamming his body full of Bilt Bars, because Bilt Bar is the best-tasting protein bar ever. It's a protein bar, but it tastes like a candy bar, but you don't have to deal with the high fat and the high sugar and the high calories that are typically associated with those delicious tasting candy bars. This is the delicious tasting protein bar, not the ones that taste like you're chewing on a shoe. Now, my dog loves to chew on a shoe. Imagine I gave him a Bilt Bar. I can't because they're covered in 100% real chocolate and he would die, but he would love the taste of it. If he likes shoes, he's going to love a Bilt Bar. So why don't you get yourself boxes of boxes of Bilt Bar? They are the best tasting protein bar ever. They're 130 calories and 17 grams of protein, and you can get it for 15% off by using the code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5. So go to Built.com and use that code LOCKED15 and save 15% off your order. Built Bar is built different. Second game was the semi-early game. Semi. The semi-early game. The Bucks beat the Suns 132-122. No Devin Booker, no Chris Paul, no Cam Johnson. Um... Jay Crowder. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Apparently just always good now. All right. 19 points, four threes, seven assists. I mean, sure. He's a top 50 player over the last two weeks. He had 35 fantasy points and he's a must-roster player, as is Cameron Payne, who played 36 and had 23, 2, and 8. Now, of course, Booker and Johnson will impact this, but I don't care. Cameron Payne and Jay Crowder are 12-team league guys. Shamit had 17 points with five assists, which is staggering. He had three threes. 
He played 34. He's not an ad. And Aaron Holiday had 8, 3, and 4 with two steals. Some people are still holding Aaron Holiday in 12s. You don't need to do that. Not the best game from Mikhail Bridges, 14 points, but he did have six assists and played a lot. Well, Aiton, big, big game from DeAndre. 30 and 8 with a steal on 74% shooting, 44 fantasy points. He had a few um, a few disappointing games prior to that. Well, not prior to this. I think his last two have been good, but prior to that, he'd struggled a bit, but this was obviously massive. And Biombo took some of the minutes away from JaVale McGee. Not that that matters for most leagues, but JaVale McGee still rostered in far too many 12-team formats. Far too many. So he needs probably to be dropped in those ones. For the Bucks, Middleton had 44 with eight rebounds and five assists. And uh, Drew had 24, two and nine, four steals and a block. Big games from both of those blokes. Well, Giannis, yeah, 19, 13, and six is good. It's not his usual, but it's good. Three blocks is good. And then three of five, from, uh, three, three of six, sorry, from the line is not fantastic. Well, big minutes again for Grayson Allen. 32 of them, in fact. That's two games in a row over 30 minutes. We've got to watch that. Now, Wes Matthews was out, as was George Hill. But if Allen plays 30, he pushes up against the entry to a 12-team league. 10 points, 6 assists, 2 steals, 2 threes. Ibaka had a nice double-double of 14 and 10 in 22 minutes. I don't care about that at all. Brook Lopez will return at some point, and Ibaka's just not that guy. Well, it was a stinker from Punch Bob. He had 9 points on, uh, 25% shooting with 6 rebounds. Porter still hold him, but that is you know, not, not at his best. I think, would be, uh, I think he'd be fair, first to say that as well. The Indiana Pacers, some interesting stuff going on um, in this in this game. Just what else have we got? Yeah, I'm just checking some other news. Yep, all right. Um, just we'll, we'll get to that. Completely distracted. Apologize. The Pacers and the Wizards. That's what we're talking about. The Wizards, 133. The Pacers, 123. Halliburton played 37 minutes. He's just playing a ton. 15, 7, 11, 3 steals. That's good. Buddy Heald playing a shit ton as well. 40 minutes for Budrick. 19, 8, and 7. His ability to get assists in Indiana... Like, why is that happening? Why is he just getting assists everywhere? He's been really impressive. 38 fantasy points. While Brogdon played 35, had 27, 4, and 4. Didn't hit any threes, but got to the line 13 times. Um, yeah, if you have the ability to trade and you want to sell off Brogdon, do it. I don't think you're going to be able to be successful. The center situation was a real pain in the ass. Isaiah Jackson played eight minutes. Why? He had two fouls in the first two minutes and then another two fouls early in the second half. And that's it. Foul trouble. Six and five with two blocks. But you know what? Six and five and two blocks in eight minutes is bloody fantastic. He played 27 minutes last game. I would still hold him very comfortably over O'Shea Brissett, who had eight and two in 27 minutes and is just not that good. While Jalen Smith also is a 12-team league player. 15 and six in 29 minutes. The very interesting performance here was the dart. Gogo Badadze. Problem with my Gogo-mobile. Gogo-mobile. No, not the dart. Not the dart. Nah, it actually is the dart. He went bananas, the dart. Hit all seven of his shots. 20 points in 24 minutes with six rebounds. The thing with this is, he played 17 first half minutes. Was a perfect, what, six of six, I think. No, six of six in the first half um, for 17 points. And then scored three points in six minutes in the second half. So got all those extra minutes. Played well. And Rick Carlisle said, no, nah, I don't think so, mate. You're not playing anymore. So that while this is great, it's a big performance from Goga. I don't look at this and go, well, yeah, we're going back to add Goga. I'm still going to stick with Jalen Smith. I'm still going to stick with Isaiah Jackson. And I'm still going to expect Goga to play limited minutes and not be this good. As much as I think he can be a useful fantasy player, this doesn't really change my mind on what his role is going to be. Keep it in, keep it in the back of your mind, though. Keep it, keep it there. But I wouldn't grab him. For the Wizards, he played. Percentages. Oh, yeah. 21 minutes for Chris Stapps. 25 points, three threes, and two steals. And that's a phenomenal effort. It's a big number. 10 trips to the line as well. That's huge. 
Kuzma also had 23, 5, and 8 with two blocks. Big games. Now, when, how long until Porzingis gets hurt? I don't know. Give it a week or two, probably. It's unfair to the bloke, but it's possible. But he's going to put up some big numbers. We can go ahead and drop... Well, I, I didn't have him, so I, I can't do it. But if you do, you can go ahead and drop Tom Bryant. Out of the rotation, well, Dan Gafford moves to the bench. Gafford played 17 minutes and had 10 and 3. It's not a bad night, but we've got to make ruthless decisions. Can you afford to stash someone thinking that maybe Porzingis gets hurt at some point? Probably not. I'd be moving on from Gaff there. KCP's a 12-team league guy, 19-2-5 for Caldwell Pope in 33 minutes. While Hull Neto hurt his ankle, and that meant Ish Smith played 28 minutes. 13-7-9 with two steals. And if we knew that Neto was going to miss, Smith's an excellent add. The problem is, is they said, oh, Neto's fine. No, not fine. He's walking around. He's day-to-day. So you can add Smith, but Smith might play 23 next game. I don't hate the add just in case there's a miss of Neto, but it's not a guarantee. Kispert did nothing. He's nowhere near a 12-team league guy. While Avdia had 10 and 7 in 31 minutes, and he's probably not going to be, uh, probably not going to be a 12-team league guy. I would suggest, just with those other guys around. Well, Hachimura had three points in 16 minutes with uh, Porzingis back. Yeah, yeah, he copped it real hard, and that's to be expected. If they're not going to shift um, Kuzma down to the three and play Porzingis at the four to get other big men into the action, or even actually, you know what? This actually probably suited him more having Porzingis at the five, but. No, he's just not good enough to get uh, bigger minutes. And I don't really think anybody who's watching this show is holding on to Rui Hachimura in Fantasy League. Surely not. The next game. Big win for the Rockets. 123 over uh, 112. The Grizzlies are struggling at the moment. And I don't think Ja Morant played particularly well. He still had 22-4-6 and six in 35 minutes. But on 35% shooting, no threes. He did have two steals, but definitely not his best game. Desmond Bain was good, 28 points with four threes with two steals and a block. Well, Steve Adams, holy shit. 23, 12, and five, three blocks, 82% shooting. That's 57 fantasy points. Yes, it comes with a negative impact from the line, but that is a massive performance from Adams. Brandon Clark played a lot as well because Jaron Jackson got into foul trouble. Just 13 minutes for Jackson, eight and three with a block. That's going to happen. It's going to frustrate you. He will be better than this, but that's not... That's just shocking. Well, Clark had 8-5 and five in 27. Now, we love the fact that Brandon Clark's getting those minutes, but over the last six games, Clark's ranked 301st. I probably still would hold him for 12s, but oh, it's it's borderline. Melton had 5 in 26 with 3 assists to steal on a block. I think you can move on from him. While Kyle Anderson, who was showing a little bit, he shot 17% for 3 points in 18 minutes, and I don't think you need to hold on to Kyle Anderson. For the Rockets, the crucifix, Christian Wood had 28 and 13 with two blocks and four threes in his 37 minutes and wasn't too bad from the line, while cousin Kevin Porter played 37 as well, had 29 points, five assists. Unfortunately, he went 60% from the line, but unbelievably good shooting for him, 52% on 21 attempts. Really, really encouraging. Jalen Green's renaissance, emergence, whatever you want to call it, continued. 24, 8 and 4, 35%, shooting well, good good volume, 38 fantasy points. I think top 100 is a distinct possibility or likelihood now for the rest of the year. Well, Eric Gordon had 12 and 6. He's not a 12-team league guy. And the Wild Thing had 4 and 7, did Jay Sean Tate. Even the Wild Thing's gone well. I can't do much about that. He's one of these annoying players. It's always just like, uh, he's 110th or 125th. That's too good to drop, but there's no upside in him. Where How does he push forward? And it's just not really happening. Um, I don't know. I just, I don't I don't love it as a, as a hold, but... When they're going to play him 27 minutes and KJ Martin 10, I don't really know what they're trying to do. Gary Bird had 10 points in 25 minutes, while the delicate dancer Alperen Sengun had 6 points with 4 assists in 22. 
He should, it's just not happening at the moment. You just you can't afford to hold. At this point of the year, you cannot, I don't think, afford to hold Shengu. But I've been saying that for weeks. But if you are still holding, surely, surely we're coming to that realization that it just can't. You just can't continue to hold waiting for something that probably isn't going to happen this season, unfortunately. But what is going to happen is that the playoffs are going to come. We're only six, seven weeks away from them. And BetOnline is here for everything you need for basketball playoff season. From the latest odds, totals, player performance props, BetOnline.net is your number one spot for all of your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds as well. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. BetOnline is where the game starts. The Jazz take care of business, TCB, against the Oklahoma City Thunder, 116-103. There was no Mike Conley. He was resting, so they started Trent Forrest, who had 6-3-6. and And That's totally fine. It's, man, it's not, it's not fine. It's not actually good at all. Don't need to worry about him too much. Well, Boyan Bogdanovich went crazy. 35 points with 11 triples. He had five rebounds and three assists. That's huge. 44 fantasy points. That brings him to be the 134th best player over the last five games. So to say that his other games were shithouse is an understatement. This is what he does. He might have seven points on 12 shots next game. We know what he does. He provides points and threes, and that is it. Donovan Mitchell had 24, 10, and, uh, 4, and 10, while Gobert had 12 and 17, and Royce O'Neal, Basmati himself, had two steals, a block with three threes, just providing value without any excitement whatsoever. But the steals are good, the threes are good, and solid enough production. Jordy Clarkson had 20 points, but it's a bad fantasy line. Two rebounds, no steals, no blocks, 38% shooting, only one of one from the line. This is what he does as well. He can score and it looks good, but then not much else happens. And in a game where Mike Conley's out, Nikhil Alexander-Walker managed five minutes. They they hate him. They do not think he's good at all. And I don't know where his career goes from here. For the Thunder, I know where Shea's going. Um, he's, he's going up. 38 minutes, 33, 7 and 8 with four steals and a block. Didn't hit a three. But just big numbers, 68 fantasy points. And the weird thing is, so many people avoided Shea Gilles Alexander in drafts. He's going to get shut down for fantasy playoffs when, in the fantasy playoffs, he is absolutely flying. Like, we're heading into playoffs and he is like averaging 31 a game or something. Now, yes, for a lot of you, playoffs haven't started and maybe he does get hurt next week, but he got hurt before the All-Star break, came back and went, all right, let's go. 33 a night. I'm just going to fire up and kill you guys. And that's what he's doing. Over the last two weeks, he's the fourth-ranked player. With Isaiah Roby, a late scratch to actually frustrate the shit out of us, they started Baisley at center and Aaron Wiggins back in the lineup and played 35 minutes. 11-4-2 for Wigo. He's only a deep league guy, but Pokushevsky played 34 and had 12-11-4 with a block. I think Poku's worth a 12-team hold. Baisley had 11-5, but how about my man Olivier Saar? 20 minutes, 11-9 with two blocks. Just keep in mind Saar's name if Roby and Favors and Williams and Mascala and all these guys remain out. Something interesting there. Trey Mann was the opposite of interesting. In fact, he was bad. Six points in 25 minutes on uh, 15%. No threes. He did have three assists. I don't love his game for fantasy. I've said that a million times. I think he's fine to hold in 12s, but I think his upside's really, really limited. But just an absolute piecemeal Thunder squad that's led by Shea doing everything and no one else doing a huge amount really, uh, really at all. Let's go on to the next game. The Raptors and the Cavs. Um... 104 Cleveland, 96 Toronto. Good win for Cleveland. Came at a cost, which we're going to talk about really soon. Um, but for Toronto, they were without, as I said earlier, Fred Van Vliet, 
and they were without um, Malachi Flynn, his replacement. So they started Scotland Barnes at point guard and put Chris Boucher at the four. So they didn't want to go with um, Armani Brooks. They didn't want to go with Delano Banton. Boucher played 36 minutes. 21 and 7, three steals, a block and three threes. 62% shooting. That's a great game. But Fred will probably be back next game and then Boucher will likely move to the bench and then have to fight out you know, for the minutes with Birch and Achua and all those guys. Good game. I don't think there's much to look at long-term, though. Barnsley had 19-12-6 and six with three steals. Rough from the line, but good from the field. While the big tree played uh, 26 minutes, Ken Birch, 5-8 and eight with two steals. Gaz Trent hurt you again from the field. This is pretty much just what he does. Nice, Gary! 19 points on 19 shots with one assist, but the two steals continue to be there, so that's great. While Siakam played 41 minutes, and it looks great. 24-4-4 and four, triple one. Great counting stats, but... To go 36% on 22 attempts is horrific, and 54 from the line on 13 attempts. That literally could have single-handedly lost you both percentage categories this weekend, which is yeah, a real disaster. Hopefully, he's able to improve. Banton played nine minutes, Brooks played five, and Thad played 14. Obviously, you can drop Thad, while Achua had eight and six, and you don't need to hold Precious Achua in 12-team leagues. Let's talk about the Cavs, because uh, Jarrett Allen had to leave this game early with a thigh contusion. And then, post-game, Sham Sharania comes out and goes, Ah, thigh, what are you talking about? Fractured finger, he's out. Like, what? Now, as of the time of me recording this, a couple of Cavs reporters have said, Hmm, interesting, but the Cavs haven't officially said anything about Jarrett Allen. But he suffered this fractured finger. We don't know how long he's going to be out. <clears throat> I'm going to assume two weeks. And I think that that probably means he's going to be a drop. But... Do not drop Jared Allen yet until we get a little bit more clarity on this. If he's out three weeks, you can't hold. Of course, if you have an open injured slot, or if you have an injured slot that's holding Zion Williamson or Damian Lillard or one of those guys, Kawhi Leonard, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., like piss them straight off and you can put Allen in there. But if you don't have that flexibility and he's out three weeks, you can't hold through that. It takes you to the end of March and you just got zeros in the playoffs. You can't. <clears throat> so with Allen out, that really boosts Kevin Love back up as I'm just completely losing my voice. 30 minutes for Love, 15 and nine with three threes. Now Love had gone and played like 26 some days, 17 some games. He's all over the place. And in fact, over the last two weeks, he's not even a top 150 player. But the opportunity's here now. He's going to play more. Markkanen's going to play more. Mobley's going to have to play more. He was great here. Evan Mobley, 20 and 17 with three blocks. Unfortunately, just one of five from the line. But Love is a 12-team standard now. Markkinen is too. You can look at Chetty Osman, who had 17 in 32 minutes. And all right, maybe. But remember, Karis Levert could return next game. And that probably puts the uh, kibosh on Osman. Dean Wade is also a chance to start. Imagine a Wade-Markkinen starting combination. That's pretty gross. He had two points. He's only a deep league guy. Well, Isaac Okoro, I think, scored 22 last game and scored two here. So yeah, 14% shooting for Okoro. We don't want him in 12 or 14 or 16 team leagues. He just isn't a good fantasy player at all. Isaac Okoro is ranked 239th this year in 29 minutes, which is obviously um, pretty poor. Garland was solid here. Didn't shoot particularly well, but 17-3 and 10 with two steals. And a perfect 6 of 6 from the line is obviously... Um, He's obviously relatively strong. <clears throat> Let's go on to the next game, an overtime game. I cannot believe the Pelicans lost this game. Denver wins at 138-130. Ingram was great, 38-5-9 in 40 minutes. 
85 from the line on 13 attempts was awesome. While McCullum had 24, 5, and 9, a pretty good game there. And Balanchunas, only 30 minutes for Big JV. Jonas Vasu Inuasas. Because he fouled out. 9, 10, and 14, so not available for overtime. And guess what happened in overtime? The opposing center, he's pretty good. He actually went crazy. We'll talk about him in a second. With Valentunas in foul trouble, Billy Hernan Gomez played 22 minutes. He had 8-8 eight eight with two blocks. Well, Jackson Hayes struggled. Didn't play it all in overtime. Still got 26 minutes. Had 6-6 six and six with a steal and a block. I will hold Jackson Hayes, but this wasn't particularly good. Devontae Graham, pretty clearly a 12-team league drop. Get that garbage out! But he did have 12 points with three threes, and Herbalife Jones shot horribly, seven points on 33%, but brought those steals that make him a category league guy, but that's why he's not a points league guy. There's much else to talk about there from a Pelican's point of view, but if we're going to talk about the Nuggets, we have to start and end with Big Chungus. Talk about ripping a team's asshole right through their throat. That's what he did to this Pelican's team. He had... 43 minutes, he had 46, 12, and 11 with three steals and four blocks. He hit three threes. He shot 73 from the field and 92 from the line. Now, kids, I'm sorry. I know I just said some rude words anyway. I'm going to say even ruder ones now. He just basically said, give me the ball and get out of my fucking way. And he just tore him apart. And he might have said it nice out of that. He would have been something like, oh, just give it to me. I'll see what I can do. But no, no, he just said, give it to me. All you blokes just fuck off and let me do it. And he did it. It was honestly just amazing to see how he just dominated that that's that fourth quarter and overtime where he just tore them apart and they couldn't do anything. That's what happens when Billy Hernan Gomez is out there trying to stop him. But holy shit. Like, Jokic went bananas here. Jermichael Green was all right. When we talked earlier today, though, in the waiver Wire show, hey, man, everyone's adding Boogie Cousins. What's going on? That feels a bit crazy to me. Yeah, he's the backup. Like, is that worth it? Uh, look, some of his usage is all right. I know his numbers have been good. Um, Boogie Cousins had one point in 10 minutes. He went 0-4 from the field. He had four rebounds. Now, he had been playing really well, but the amount of people that jumped onto him, it stunned me. That's why I put that title on the show. Like, people were adding, adding Boogie. And I was like, almost, okay, maybe you can stream him in. But no, you, you can't. See you later. Bye-bye, Boogie. There's no need to have him in 12s. Aaron Gordon had been bad, but he was good. 28-8 with a steal and two blocks here. Well, I reckon Farton will Barton. I reckon he's on the chopping block. Hurt his ankle, didn't return. Nine points in 24 minutes with two threes and two steals. He's outside the top 140 over the last two weeks. And again, you've got to be ruthless. What's his upside? Maybe top 70 at the moment? Absolute best case, but he's a long way off that. And if he misses time, I'd have no hesitation in cutting. Monty Morris, pretty good. 18-3-8. That's actually really good. He'd been struggling a bit as well, uh, but the minutes pushed back up. Overtime helped his overall production here. While uh, Austin Rivers played 24 minutes and Faku back out of the rotation. All right, let's go to the last game of the night. It was a blowout. The Knicks win it 116-93. Hard to read too much into this considering how much of a blowout it was, but Emmanuel quickly, 28 minutes, 21-10-6 with three threes. He is a top 100 guy over the last couple of weeks, so he's worth a stream. I think Alec Burks did enough as well, 15-4-4 four four with two blocks and four threes to be a 12-team option. And Rowan Barrett, clearly the number one option on this team now offensively. 24 points, nine rebounds, four assists. Now, he gets nothing defensively, which is always going to hold him back. No steals, no blocks. And he can be iffy with both his percentages, which does hurt overall in category leagues. But the counting sets usually are pretty good. Evan Fournier? I don't know why I called him Evan. Evan Fournier? Get that garbage out of here! 
Seven points on eight shots. Not good enough. You can drop him. Randall had 10 and eight with four assists. Looked honestly just not good. The percentages are rough, 25 and 67. We still hold him, but we'd like a little bit more than that. Um, and Cameron Reddish played well, 17 in 25 minutes. For the uh, Clippers, again, they pulled the plug with eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter here. You can see Zubats only had 19 minutes, had some foul trouble. He'd been playing well, give him a pass there. Well, Hartenstein did what he needed to do. 14, 2, and 4. I think he's more 14 than 12, but there is a path to 12-team value. Terrence Mann keeps in the 12-team realm with 11, 8, and 4. While uh, Bobby Covington gets us a Richie Benno. 2 for 2, 2, 2. With 6 points in 18 minutes. Jackson struggled for 10 points. And Marcus Morris. I think he's oh, I think he's a hole, but I'm not sure. 4 points in 23 minutes, 22%. He's not good. I know his upside's not high in category leagues because he does nothing and he can be inefficient. In points leagues, I'd be inclined to hold. In category leagues, I'd be inclined to drop. But it's very, very borderline for both of those formats. In terms of the monstrous line of the night, of course, it is Big Chungus Nikola Jokic. He's at number he's at number one. Yep. Waiver wire is this Smith. Yep, you can grab him if uh, Neto misses time. Young gun is Tyrese Halliburton, and the other night is Marcus Morris. Your top 10 players today. Number one is Jokic. Number two is Chris Middleton. Number three, Durant. Then Tatum, Drew Holiday, Gildas Alexander, Bogdanovich, Wood, Ingram, and Adams. Your top 10 players rostered in under 50% of leagues. Ish Smith, grab him. See what happens with um, Neto. Goga, don't worry about that. Quickly, yes, sure, especially for tomorrow. Olivier Saar, watch that for deeper leagues. Grayson Allen, probably 14s. Serge Barker, not interested. Ken Birch, not interested. Landry Shamet, not interested. And Jermichael Green, not interested. Nor am I really that interested in Aaron Wiggins, who didn't play all right today, but that's more of a deep, deep league situation. Four points leagues. Number one was Jokic, then Shea, Tatum, Middleton, Durant, Adams, Ingram, Wood, Giannis and Evan Mobley. And guys, that'll do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. If you are here on YouTube, give it a thumbs up and leave your comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.